Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Purdy under center. Use check. Now Elijah Mitchell is in. They give it to Mitchell off the right side. Pushing for the goal line. Is he in? Touchdown! San Francisco! 49ers win the NFC Championship game. Stunning Detroit. When did you say, okay, this is over? They're screwed. The Lions, the Lions are about to go down in flames. Um around the the um the, the second fourth down miss. Yeah. Prior to that, I was like, I they they still have I mean there, there, there's plenty of time left. And their offense has moved the ball fairly well all game. Like they've got a chance here, but they've got to get that fourth down. At the, after that, it was like, all right, now there's there's really no chance. Uh, when they went three and out after San Francisco tied it at 24, I was like, okay, 49ers are winning this game. And they had the third down. That, that ball was, I mean, uh, was it, uh, they, they, it, it was basically San Francisco scores, ties it. And then David Montgomery gets one yard. Sam Laporta drops a pass for a first down. Josh Reynolds drops a pass for a first down. And that's like, okay, you guys are shaking right now. Your confidence is gone. And so that's when, I mean, obviously that's not. Game is totally put away, but just at that point, I was like, San Francisco is going to weather this one because Detroit just clearly does not look settled in and built for this moment. Uh, it was the fumble. I mean, I know there was still 24-17 in Detroit, but I just knew all the momentum was going on the 49ers' way. They're already on Detroit's side of the ball. It was one play, one fumble, and it just seemed like the 49ers were going to have it their way, and they did. Yeah, I thought it was over after the second, fourth down ended up failing. And now we're going to have a rematch from a few years ago. Everyone's going to keep replaying the Jimmy Garoppolo overthrow. Um, oh, my God, the Manny Sanders one. How different is his career if he hits that right? I mean, I think that that play gets overblown, like, a little bit. Like, guys miss deep throws. Oh, it's yeah, like they do. one throw from – and I've never been the biggest Garoppolo fan, but people act like hey, that was, like, an all-time choke, that overthrow yeah. oh, that he had. Oh, I know. It's just like it, – it, I mean, he was open. He had a, he had him beat and they missed it. You know, it's like if like if he hits it again, low percentage pass, but if he hits it, I mean, like he's probably, like what's worse, that or Russ's pick against New England in terms of a, the throw. Oh, oh. I, I mean, Malcolm Butler just jumped that. Yeah. Like I I don't know how much you're going to be able to play, that. but I mean, also like that's also just Jimmy Garoppolo. Like he's going to overthrow guys. He's going to just be completely off. He's not very accurate. That guy, I, I had totally forgotten about. it. I was looking at it last night. I had forgotten that. Kansas City, it was they were down yeah. ten. I, I knew they were down ten, but I didn't realize how late it was. Like it was inside of seven minutes, they were still down ten, and they scored yeah. twenty-one in about five minutes. It's crazy. And now the line is out, and it's been moving. It's been moving. It started at San Francisco minus two and a half. Uh, by about ten o'clock, it was San Francisco minus one and a half. Uh, now I think it's settled at two. In some places, you can still might be able to find it at one and a half at some places, but. Uh, this is you're getting you're gonna have a situation where Patty's gonna get more points again. He's gonna get points again, and that's a dangerous situation for for any team to be in. You want to you want to be on the other side of Patrick Mahomes? Go right ahead, man. weren't we two and zero this week? Did, who'd you pick in the? AFC I picked game? Detroit. Oh, okay. But I had Kansas City. Hey, Pay, who did you pick in the two games? Well, I thought that what you had said during that segment was who was going to lose because I picked Detroit and Baltimore. So that's why I picked Detroit and right. Baltimore. I, I thought we were that. doing who I was going to lose. That. Yeah, but, I could see yeah. you doing that. Absolutely. So I was the only one 2-0. Yeah, because yeah, we, we all had a different combo. I should have trusted had, my gut. Uh, yeah, I, I should have what it could have. I, I, I should have trusted <laughs> my gut on Kansas City. I said it on Friday. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Not, I did. I thought no one it's, cares. It's fantastic. I feel great for you. You got above 500. You were 5-5 five and five going into conference championship weekend, so it's good that you got to 7-5, and five, Sean. 
That's all you did was spend the night. That's probably why you yeah. were sleepless and came in here at 530 <laughs> for once because you're trying to figure out how to go ahead and cover up yeah. your one-on-one record. By the way, Bavada has it at minus one still. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Wow. Were we responsible for this on Friday night? Don't stop now. Lucas splits a double. Keeps the dribble alive. All the way to the hoop. Scoop to the hoop with a foul. Point yeah. 71 and 72. Luca on Bally scoring a career high 73 points. 73 points against the Atlanta Hawks. I'm sitting there trying to take a little bit of a sports break. And I'm like, okay. Uh, I'm texting actually with Austin, Emerald Custom Pools. Wow. And he's saying, yo, man, Luca. And I was like, Luca, this early with them playing the, oh, they're playing in Atlanta, 55. Mm. And I switch on over, and my goodness, was this an absolute treat to watch. They still almost lost. They still almost lost the game, but Luka Doncic was 73. Yep, Luka wouldn't let him lose. Okay, that's uh, that's Devin Booker behavior to put up 60-plus right. and lose. Yeah. Uh, like Same he's night. Done multiple times now. He has now twice put up. See, Devin Booker scored 70, and he lost by like 18 a couple of years ago. Uh, but, man, he was absolutely fantastic. Uh, Luka, you know, if, if Tim and McMahon. And efficient. Yes. Yes, he was. He was very. This is arguably the most efficient game we've ever seen of a high-scoring type game like that. Uh, we've seen like uh, he shot seventy-six percent from the field, sixty-two percent from deep. I'm rounding. Um, if you look at other ones, you know he had. You know, Kobe had eight more points on thirteen more shots when he did eighty-one. Uh, we've seen guys like uh, Embiid shoot in the you know fifty-nine percent from the field. Kobe shot sixty-one percent. Um, and Luca shoots seventy six percent from the field in this game. And Luca did this on the day that Kobe tragically passed away. And Luca's profile picks are still Kobe. His background pick on X is him talking to Kobe, and then he has Kobe and his daughter as his profile. Pick. Yeah, it, it was very cool that he was able to get that on on the anniversary. And he talked about it post game that it was something that was meaningful to him, and and he was happy that he could do it there on that point. But man, I this is just. To me, this is a borderline Jordan DNA type of behavior. Like, to get that kind of criticism and noise surrounding you and you jump back out. Maybe it's just coincidental time. Maybe he goes out there and he does that against the Hawks regardless. But it just, it sure seems like this is him leveling up and saying, like, all right, you want to talk about me? Let, let's go. And Tim McMahon is being given the credit? Yeah. I mean, if Tim McMahon, look, talk, hit him more. Like, like hit him with more stuff. <laughs> As, you tell him, Tim, I want you personally in the post game to tell him to get on the treadmill because then maybe we might get 100. He was absolutely fantastic. By the way, Bill Simmons is a genius because Bill Simmons last Tuesday had tweeted out, he's like, Luca is 100% the next player to score 70. And he was. Uh, the Stars have won three straight. They beat the Caps over the weekend 5-4. They've won four of their last five. And Choppy... You are watching something else on the star schedule that we are going to experience in. Oh, I'm sorry. No, the stars aren't going to be there. No, You're no. checking out something else with history. Edmonton. Yeah. So Edmonton beats Nashville, and they have run their win streak to 16 straight. Well, the, N, uh, the NHL All-Star game is upon us, okay? This is going to be the All-Star game this coming week. Their next game, where they go for 17 straight, and tying the record of the Pittsburgh Penguins from the early 90s at Lemieux teams is going to be the Tuesday that we are at in Las Vegas. Uh, Don't like that. So we got a chance. They're going to be rested. A well-rested, a very well-rested Edmonton Orioles team. And we've got a chance to go see history, kids. Don't like what? I don't, I don't like that there's history on the line now. Because I was thinking, like, all right, we're going to go to this game. We'll probably hang around for a little bit, maybe leave in the second period because we got an early wake-up. Nope. Now, now, Chop's going to want to stay through till the very end, which means we're going to get about two hours sleep that what night. What time does that game start? I think it's a 7 o'clock game. We, but that's, that's 9 o'clock West Coast time, though. You leave whatever you want. I don't care. We can leave. <laughs> 9 o'clock West Coast time. Or Central time. 9 o'clock our time, given that it's 7 o'clock yeah. on the West. Well, but we'll, that, so we'll be in bed by, like, 1 in the morning. No, no, no. You've no. never. You're, you're not. You're not doing math right. You're not mathing. <laughs> what makes you think? It'd, it'd be 9 o'clock Dallas time when that. We're going to be starts. operating on that time zone. Yeah. Right. So, but either way, I'm still saying that like 7 o'clock is 9 o'clock our time. Oh, yeah, so yeah, that's, yeah. that's yeah, going to be no, a late we, night. We, we don't just stay at the whole game. 
Leave whatever you want. What are you, what are you, what are you crying about? I don't, you, you, I don't, you never want. You, you never cry. Like I'm not going to cry. I'm, you, you, I'm not going to cry. I'm going to be. Bobby, I'm, I'm going to be great. Free drinks. Trust me, I'm, you'll I'm, be there the entire I, time. I'm, I'm ready. He, he's trying to leave because he's not bringing his wife to the game. He bailed. He bailed on the team uh-huh. dinner, the yes, big team dinner, yes. which he's never done anything uh, like that. The big speech. The big speech, and then he's trying to get out of this hockey game. Just, just. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to shoot the wheels off the segment. We, we'll, we'll dive into the whole dinner thing. As I had informed everybody a month ago, mm. I was not going to a buffet. Mm. Mm. Oh, too good for a buffet. Pivot. A buffet. I'm not going huh? to a buffet. I mean, the only buffet I'm going to is like China King down the street. <laughs> All right, let me, uh, let me deal with these Longhorn fans. Man, did they get triggered. As the Longhorns were taking on BYU, and I actually blame Bobby for this because he sent us this, what? and he's like, oh, my gosh, look what, look what, look what happened with Texas again. A front row of the BYU seating section wore horns down. Okay? So it was like nine fans wearing horns down. Then we got word that they were asked to remove the shirts. So I called Texas soft, just like we did last week with their basketball coach, right? Mm -hmm. Who was Rodney Terry. Rodney Terry, who was going off on this. Turns out afterwards, Mm. it was BYU's program and head coach. Here's Mark Pope talking about what happened. Hey, um, if I can, Ty's going to be mad at me here, but uh, I don't know. You guys reporting on this horns down T-shirt? Are you guys hearing this? Uh, and just know from our student, from our, uh, you know, they were taken off before the game started, right? And and from our, from the Rock, and from our players, and from our student body, uh, that's just not us. That's that's not how we roll. And it was just a, a miscalculation on, on just a couple eager kids. Uh, which we love the eagerness of these fans, but this is not it's not what we do here. So uh, we love every, all eighteen thousand people in in this gym. They were incredible tonight, and just that, just so you know, that's not um, that's not something that we're supporting. Okay. <laughs> too nice, too See, nice. The people at BYU, they're going to be too nice. Th- this is the only website, Bernora Nation, that is taking that quote. And making it sound like BYU, that he is telling the world that BYU asked them to take the shirts off. Nowhere in that quote did he say that we asked them to take the shirts off. He just said that we as BYU do not agree with the students wearing the shirts. So what are you trying to say? I'm trying to say Texas is the one that asked them to take the shirts off. I never heard BYU. I never heard him say that. Did you hear him say that? That that that, that they said to take the shirts off? No, it's yeah. Roddy Terry. Yeah, and 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 I don't even care if Texas specifically requested it. Right. I'm not going to let the Longhorns off. The idea is already out there. The idea is already out yeah, there. They want it out. The That's idea right. is already out there because yep. you whine yep. and you cry and you bitch and you moan mm. as a fan base in a school. Oh, so you're already. It, it's like it's it's like Charmin. Uh, Charmin. It's like it's like you just. You ever tell your friend or your family member, don't don't even Bobby's a perfect example. He'll be like, yeah. I'm gonna bring this up. I'm gonna bring this up to start some trouble. And I'll be like, No, no. don't even it's not worth I don't want to deal with the other person. I just yeah. don't want to deal with them whining and crying. That's what the longhorns yeah. are. Do the world a favor. Pull out now. Of the SEC. Oh. Okay. Pull out right now. You are not ready so for the be another SEC. mistake. What? Yeah, it's another mistake. You're not ready. What are you? What are you talking about? They're absolutely ready. Like, like this, this maybe is, on the this, field. This is this is cult behavior from Texas to be like <laughs> you can't even say horns down. And the SEC is the biggest cult in sports. If you think that SE that when they go to Auburn that they're not going to do the horns down, and really? that 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 if they Great. you think that Greg Sankey is going to tell them to stop, you got another thing coming. I'm trying to think of another thing in sports that is as softly triggering as this. I know. That I could ever think of. Again, BYU doesn't react that way if your whiny disposition doesn't already exist. If you actually didn't request it. But, oh, man, my whole day. My whole day Saturday night at dinner. Did you actually do some reporting? I thought you were actually a legit reporter. Uh, you, have, you have no integrity. You have no journalistic integrity. It's BYU who did it. Yeah. Why, 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 why would BYU look at that? And act like it was a bunch of swastikas. Right. That's the way. Oh, that's the way that people that Texas wants you to treat it. Bobby and I, when it comes to the quarterbacks we like, we are as easily triggered as that. That's oh, about wait, it. Wait till the next segment. Holy crap! That's true. We we are there. I'm trying to think though. If there's, an, I don't think there is another fan base that gets his work done. Oh, you know what? Uh, Michael K. With, with long hair. That that's somebody Stop who gets it. just as triggered. <laughs> the Yankee, the Yankee announcer. Yeah. Hey, you, hey, what do you think? You're a you you're, used a, to be you're a, a fake lawyer. Drive by Longhorn. Used fan. to be a Longhorn fan. T-shirt fan. 
Well, I mean, Ryan Day said it right there. It's always Ohio against the world, and now it's Texas against the world, and it will be that way forever now. You know, you just can't disrespect the uh, the the University of Texas out there. It's ridiculous. You know, you put some respect on her name. No, but I think the whole thing is soft. I mean, what Ronnie Terry did was was terrible, and you opened a door that you can't shut. Down. You opened the door. Well said. Well said, Peyton, because you agree with me and RJ. Eight seven seven eight eight one one zero five three truckwreck dot com text line. You want to talk about triggered? Yeah. Oh my gosh, did I trigger the Raven fans? When I asked and suggested that Lamar Jackson is actually Dak Prescott. Next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. She's trying to push the pocket. Jackson throws deep middle for the end zone. Intercepted! Intercepted in the end zone! Intercepted by Dion Bush! Back-to-back turnovers in the end zone by the Baltimore Ravens! An absolute... Backbreaker. That was a 99-yard drive with Lamar Jackson throwing the end zone interception. Was that interference, by the way? Was that interference on that play with Lamar getting picked? Probably. Um, but it was – there was three guys in front of him. He wouldn't get the ball anyway. But, yeah, I mean, he got – I mean, that, there's no doubt. I mean, he got knocked off his route big time. I had some doubt. I, I, didn't, I didn't say that was an obvious flag. Yeah, I, I, and I don't know, like – by the exact letter of the law definition, like... The one at the end on third and five was an obvious flag. That was criminal that Baltimore did not get that, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I, th- that was the one that was probably the worst. And that even that one, I think that one may have been... I don't know if that would have been considered illegal contact instead of interference or whatever. So e- yeah. either way, it should have drawn a flag. Yeah. It was it was contact that was over the top. And should have been a first down. Man, it was just... It, it was a chippy game. They were letting mm-hmm. them play in, in both sides. And there was just... There was a lot. I did love the energy yesterday between both teams in both games. Like, like I did think there was a lot of chippiness and, and aggression, and that's the kind of football that I like to see, and I'm glad they let them just kind of play it out. All right, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Chartwreck.com tech sign. This is Sean, RJ, and Bobby, and this is the Expressway on the home of the Cowboys and Rangers. We are commercial-free for the next 35 minutes on 105.3 The Fan. I tweeted out yesterday. During the game, and it's hard not to look at some of these things through a Cowboys lens and prism that Lamar Jackson looked as rattled, shaken, and off as Dak in the Green Bay game. And, oh, my gosh, when I posted the, I don't know what you call that, when the picture starts off as Lamar and it fades into Dak, Mm -hmm. whatever those things are called, those memes. I know it's a meme, but I'm talking about the transition. Yeah, 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 I know. Um my I was God. trying to sound smart, and I'm just not. My Baltimore friends 
got furious. You settle wish. Down just a little bit. Exactly. They're like, settle down just a little bit. Don't insult Lamar Jackson by bringing up Dak Prescott. It started the, would you rather take Lamar or Dak? Um, do you need to just go ahead and side with the better pocket passer? It, is Lamar choking and melting down? The reason, two reasons I picked Kansas City, and I didn't feel good about it, even though I want to brag about it over Bobby, especially. One, just that Chiefs championship DNA. It's like Shaq, Kobe, and the Lakers or the Patriots. Like You just knew, you know, they're going to figure out a way to win. They just were. Kansas City hung around. They didn't commit the stupid mistakes and penalties that we see from the Cowboys and others. And the other reason was Lamar Jackson in the playoffs, I don't trust to throw the football. So in a in a in a in a very down the road way, maybe Bobby ends up losing the battle but winning the war by putting the hate on Lamar Jackson because him throwing yesterday was bad. He was just throwing down Hill heaves. He was rattled. He looked shaken. He looked confused. Bassett was texting me, why is he so hesitant to run? Is it fair to compare that performance to Dax? Then you had the Cowboy Dak heads who said, no, Dax is better. At least he got it going in the second half. I don't give him any credit for that. They were getting destroyed. Garbage time. They got murdered. The game was an absolute joke. They were down 48-16. Like, come on now. Then you had the Lamar defenders saying, no, do not insult us by comparing Dak Green Bay to this because you're taking on a dynasty and you're facing the best second-half defense in the National Football League, the Chiefs' defense better, not even a question, all year long over the Packers. So I was just wondering with this Lamar-Dak comparison that we had yesterday in the Metroplex, how much was valid or true? Well, look, I mean, I think if you look at it right now, you know, I, I, most people na- just, just nationally, yeah. uh, most nine out of nine point nine nine out of ten will take Lamar. Yes, uh, he's got two MVPs. It's really hard. he's going to have two MVPs. It's really hard to take anybody like Dak, who's never had an MVP vote outside. We had one MVP vote until this year, and he'll have a bunch this year. But it's really going to be hard to take Dak over him. But this has got a Garnett Dirk situation. Eh, bad example. Because Dirk was always better than Garnett. But, <laughs> um, like, the second half of Dirk's career really separated him. No doubt. And I do think that Lamar's running, as he ages, will we'll, we'll, taper off. It will taper off a little bit, and that will impact his game. Because I'm not saying, this is not saying he's a bad thrower. I don't think he's a bad thrower. Yeah. Uh, but the obviously, like, being able to run the ball does open up a lot of things for you to be able to do. Yeah. Offensively, any quarterback. I mean, Dak knows that. Dak, Dak will tell you, like his ability to run does open things up for him throwing the ball. It just does for anybody. Brock Purdy. I mean, anybody. And when he stops doing that or does it less, you know, they're going to be able to, you know, not use that extra guy on him all the time, and that cheat code won't be there for Lamar. So, I think Dak's second half of his career, unless Lamar really gets much, much better as a passer, yeah. I think Dak's second half of his career will be better than Lamar's second half of his career. And my Ravens friend, who's a football coach, he didn't want to hear it. I said, I just want to prepare High you school. for some... <laughs> You're a jackass. <laughs> you want a state title. Sounds one, going to Vanderbilt. State. But... Yeah. 3A. 3A. <laughs> what didn't, state? Didn't, didn't you come to our state and go like, how do these children practice in the heat? My goodness, how I tough are they? they look <laughs> like that. They have fans in the stands. There's more than one bleacher here. What is going on here? Anyway. You'll have you, turf? You, we have dead grass. All oh, right. The hot dogs at the games? Just ask Jerry. What? Popcorn at games? Oh okay. <laughs> okay. You jerks. Insulting my friend. And a state championship. <laughs> Man, Jake. He he didn't want to hear it. Fine, I'll just say my Ravens fan friend. Uh, he's like, no, this game's about Kelsey uh, kicking us in the mouth and our mistakes. They deserve to win, but it was our mistake. I said, Lamar was horrible. What are you saying? He was awful. He looked like he was petrified. He looked terrible. And he was like, no, I think that you know, it might be a lazy narrative and hey, that's going to be on all the first Aww. fake shows. And I was like, well, I watched the game. You're not wanting to hear it. Um, and I said, would you take Dak over him? And he's like, no, no, no. I still take Lamar. And I will say this, and this is kind of the Bobby's bigger overall quarterback point. If you told me, and the rules aren't like this, obviously, but maybe you think this is what playoff football becomes. 
If you told me that I had to pick one and you're only dropping back to pass 30 or 40 times in a game, there's zero hesitation and doubt about it. I'm taking Dak Prescott. Now, obviously, that's not the rules of the sport, but if you feel like that's what it really does come down to, especially with the postseason, then that's why I'm taking Dak over Lamar and throwing the ball, and I, I don't even hesitate. So Lamar is now two and four in the playoffs for his career. Dak is two and five. So they're similar in that sense. Uh, just taking a look at other people were also saying, well, what round did Lamar lose? Uh, talk to me when Dak at least reaches a conference championship game. Fair quality of, of opponent getting that far. MVPs all fair to the discussion. Let, just let's take a look at how they've performed though, outside of just the win loss record. Like, like how have they performed in the playoffs? So Dak Prescott's completion percentage in the playoffs is 64 and a half. Lamar Jackson's is 57 and a half. Ugh. Dak, 14 touchdowns to seven interceptions. Lamar Jackson, six touchdowns to six interceptions. Ooh. Dak Prescott's yards per attempt, 7.1. Lamar's, 6.8. And it's like, well, okay, but... Well, uh, garbage time, Bob. Uh, yeah, that's true. You know, uh, Dak's pass rating, 92. Uh, Lamar Jackson, 75. Uh, but it's like, you know, hey, look, he he does a lot on, on the ground, all right? He's a running threat. Dak just doesn't have that in his game. True. Uh, rushing touchdowns in the playoffs, Dak Prescott, four, Lamar Jackson, three. Success rate, Lamar Jackson, 53%, Dak, 71%. So Dak wow. has been a more efficient runner, too, in the playoffs. That's – and those aren't, like, barely Yeah, no, a lot of those are, those are – they're, they're beating pretty bad. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So where do y'all – where do you stand on it? What do you think, Roberto? Um, here's the thing. I, I think Lamar Jackson is a great weapon, and I think that he – can really challenge teams passing the ball because of how soft the looks can be and, and the way he can extend plays. When, when he breaks out of that sack yesterday and hits that touchdown to Zay Flowers, there's not everybody in the league can make that play. That That's a touchdown with just a handful of guys in the league because most guys aren't getting out of that sack. And so yeah, there's things you can't teach. That he does. There, there are things that are really, really special about him. I, I hate the, I, I hate how much we do boil down like, a, a quarterback's ability or success, like just put it in a vacuum to like, well, did they win a playoff game? Or like, how did yeah. they perform this one playoff game? Oh What's the end result? And stuff like that. Well, wow, you sound like RJ Choppy here. I just think that wow. cumulatively over time, it builds up. What I don't like is just the one-off. I, I don't like that. There are a bunch of one-offs. That's yeah. the thing. The problem is there are a bunch of one-offs. Six or seven but, games. But cumulatively, when you're talking about like playing way below your standard, that's a problem that both Dak and Lamar have to answer for right yeah. now because they haven't they haven't done it yet. Like I like I I really reject the Josh Allen playoff narrative. Like he had two games where he was. What? Oh, I'm taking Josh Allen in playoff games over both of these. Oh guys. Yeah, 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 for sure. But like the idea that Josh Allen is some playoff choker. Yeah. Like because like his kicker missed a field goal and with 13 seconds to go, his coach didn't squib kick. And like they, yeah. they they allow Mahomes to go down. Like I, I have a problem. And they didn't get the ball in overtime. And they didn't get the ball in overtime. That like was I, an all-time great performance. Yeah, I, you know, I, I've, I just, that's those are the playoff narratives that that bug me. You yeah. know, like and and like you know, there's there's flip sides of that. I mean, but you've got to get lucky. You've got to get lucky to win in the postseason. The Niners got lucky with the Ayuk play. Uh, we've seen we've yeah. seen every championship has had a lucky bounce here or there. Sure. A number of times, you know, we, we saw it, I mean, everywhere. Just go go back to 03, 04, 07, 05, 06, 93. Pick a year. Yeah. Pick a year. There's luck. And, you know, did Lamar, did, did Mahomes get lucky? Did, did Purdy get lucky on that little heave throw to Juwan Jennings where he one-handed? Of course he did. Yeah. But you need that. Artolo's outraged by the comparison Picking one over the other. Pepe, truckwreck.com, text line, 877-881-1053. Dak Lamar. I don't think they're outraged. The 972 is bringing up a decent point. He's comparing the wide receivers. You know, Dak had Amari Cooper in years past. He's had CeeDee Lamb, uh, Brian Cooks yeah. this year. You know, who did Lamar Dak have? Dak has had better weapons. OBJ, Aguilar, and then rookie wide receivers. 682 says Lamar lost to the Super Bowl champ. Dak lost to a nobody. 214 says Lamar and Dak played just alike. Okay, good text. Was that Odell father tweet real? Yes. It was? Yep. Where he's saying my son deserves better. Yeah, he's better. like, my son deserves better. Lamar Jackson lost this game. It wasn't Odell. It was, it was bad. We, family members, y'all got to stay off Twitter. Like, like I mean, I, I like you, you can have your life, but, man, stop weighing in on your, your, 
your famous family member's professional business because you you can very easily cost them some money if, if you have what's best for them. By the way, the Josh Allen discussion about him being a playoff choker or whatever else, for his career, what do you think his record is in the playoffs when he's not playing Kansas City? How many games? Seven. Seven. I would five say he's got one He's five and two. So it's five and two. Yeah, he's five and two. And even with the the Kansas City games thrown in there, in 10 career games, he is 21 touchdowns to four interceptions. The loss I remember the most for him, I think, when they got their ass kicked by Cincy. Yeah, 29-10. That was bad. That's, that, is, that is the biggest example of, like, that is a choke. Because that was in Buffalo. It was in the elements that it's like, oh, this is a Buffalo game. How's Cincinnati going to come in here? And, be, and they just destroyed you. Burrow came in there and could throw whatever he wanted in the snow in Buffalo. That's just a bad luck. Lamar on his turnovers after the loss. I felt like if we wouldn't turn the ball over, we definitely would have had a shot. We definitely would have came out with a win, but they did a great job not turning the ball over and putting points on the board. We're going to get it back next time. We're not worried about that. You know, we all make mistakes. Um, this is first season. Um, it's my first time in this situation. It's his first time in this situation. We're going to bounce back. You know, um, nobody played the game perfect. So you got a playoff game tomorrow, and you got to pick one of the two to start for you. Who are you taking and why? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know because it's the same. It's the same disease for both of them. Well, that's the point of the question. I, I know, I know, but I was, uh, yeah, it is the same disease for both of them. They, they, it feels like when that moment gets there that they're pressing and they completely change the way they play. I guess, I guess I'm taking Dak. I mean, statistically, it says it's no question it's Dak, but I, I guess I'm taking Dak right you now. You did a great job of selling that as a tough choice. No, I, no, no, I'm being a no, great job. Because I wouldn't feel great right now with either one of them, to be honest. Chop, you look like you're seeing a ghost. Dak. I would take Dak. Why? Because uh, I, I do think that at some point in a playoff game, you do need to make a big throw. I think he's a better thrower. Uh, I think Dak, I think Lamar is a very underrated thrower, but I think Dak's just a better thrower. So I think in that situation, I would take Dak. Um what, what, I, I would in a playoff game. I would take both guys in the NFC last night over both of them in a playoff game. I agree. I mean, they made. I mean, they, they, both those guys made big time throws yeah. last night. I, um, you know, I mean, maybe you take Purdy over all of them. I don't know, but because he was tremendous in the second half. I, I mean, we've never seen, and he did it on the road. And I understand people are like, well, Tampa wasn't very good. All right, fine. Regardless, Lamar's never had a game like Dak did against Tampa last no. year in the playoffs. No. Uh, we got a Tolo saying that Austin Lee saying that was not real. That Twitter said this is not Odo Beckham Sr. This account often poses as sports journalists to farm engagement. Would that be something that Twitter actually says? I'm questioning if that's made up. Uh, <laughs> Tolo Trey, who's more disappointing? No insult towards you, uh, Tolo, but I'm, I, I don't trust anything. Uh, Tolo Trey, who's more disappointing? The guy who shows you consistently that he's good, not great, Dak, or the guy that will have two MVPs and basically the same playoff record. So that's Trey saying you choose Lamar. I would probably But, but by that by that standard, let's even just operate under there. Then by that very standard, if he's the same as Dak in the playoffs, but he's some sort of jump above him the regular season that means he's more of a yeah. playoff failure than Dak the issue is is like you know when 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 the when either one of them is off who has a better chance of helping your team win the answer is probably Lamar because yeah. he can run yeah the correct answer is neither of them because they both have to be on for their team to win do we both believe do, do we believe that both of them have things going on upstairs as basic and many others now believe about Dak Prescott in the playoffs. Do we both believe, like, the name trending yesterday for Lamar and a lot of Tolos were, were kind of, you know, disgusted that I compared them was Harden. So now Harden is the Lamar comparison versus Harden for Dak. And it does make sense more for Lamar. Lamar Jackson's probably going to the Hall of Fame. He's got MVPs. Dak Prescott does not. And then when the playoffs and postseason rolls around, Lamar Jackson cannot throw for 200 yards. So James Harden was the name trending for Lamar. But do we both believe that they have playoff ghosts swirling around upstairs? See, whenever I hear ghosts, I think of that as like different or or mental issues or whatever else. Not like legitimate mental issues, but like mental hurdles. I think of that in different things. Like, there's some people who they just, they crumble. Like, the pressure's too much, yeah. they crumble. I don't know that that's either one of them. Like, I feel like Dak and Lamar, their issue is still a mental one, but I feel like it's pressing. 
Like they just they they okay, start whatever they you want to call it. No, because it's. I think I think those are very different things though. But like I mean, I, I don't care. They when both do. Right. Yes, they both they both have issues pressing. When a postseason game comes around, they're gonna fold or really trip up to some degree because it's a playoff game. That's what I'm trying. They to don't have. they don't play their game. They don't play yeah. the same game that we see we see from them over the course of 18 weeks. They don't play it when they get to the postseason. Uh, although I I do think this though with Dak. You know when you play when you're in the playoffs, you're generally facing a good team. You know, and this year he did not play his best against good teams, and, and that's not that's not a Dak thing. That's, I mean, most guys are like that. They play a little bit worse against quality opponents, and and I don't know that that's a in their head thing. Maybe it is, but maybe they just they're maybe they just like a lot of players do feast on average and below average, and when it gets to the point where you're facing really quality opponents, you come back down to earth. What do y'all think? 877-881-1053. Chartwreck.com text line with the comments from YouTube, Twitch, and on the fan cam. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Let's get to best and worst of the weekend on your home of the World Series champs. Ladies and gentlemen, the weekend. All the debauchery, all the boredom. Let us know what you got into, any of the drama, any of the fun, best and worst of your weekend to recap during the Expressway commercial free here on Sean and RJ and Peyton Russell. We start off with you at Rangers Fan Fest. Yes, I was the home of the World Series champs at Globe Life Field, and it, it was an exciting time. I had never been before. Bobby said he had been like, you know, what, a decade ago, 13 years ago, 2010. Um, I'd never been, never got around to it, but man, it was it was incredible. Re- really liked it. Now, how it was set up, though, because I know I, I shouldn't be complaining here. But, yeah, you didn't write that it was incredible last night. Uh, well, you know, okay, that was for radio. Maybe it was incredible, but um, <laughs> no, 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 no. We don't have. We don't. Uh, this is not some Texas Ranger <laughs> billboard or promotion. Uh, t- tell them how it was. The overall experience, I will say, because they had the on the field stuff, just like Jared Sandler's charity event. They had you know uh, wiffle ball tournaments going oh, on. Both they, disappointing. The yeah. Charity and the fan fest. That's right. Wow. Look at that. Man. But the one complaint I did have was a little complaint was how they set up the autograph session. So they, they had four points around the stadium. They had like uh, autograph session A, B, C, D. And they gave you a map where to go so you knew exactly where to go. And they put you by an escalator to go up to where you know, they had players to sign autographs. But how they did it was you waited in line and they did not tell you who you were waiting in line for until you were about to go upstairs. They didn't want everyone to hover hover around the Simeon Seeger lines and make those super long to where no one had a chance. Okay. But I told you Friday, my strategy was to get as many autographs as possible from as many players, but I didn't care like if I didn't get a Seeger, Simeon, or Garcia. So 
me and Mackenzie, we just walked around a little bit and she was like, look, we're gonna, all the lines are super long. We're gonna have to find a line to just stand in and wait it out. So we did, we ended up getting Andrew Heaney and uh, Josh yeah. Spore. So it was fine, you know, game four, World Series victory pitcher. Yeah. Andrew Heaney, the last out, Josh Spores. Okay. But we waited a total of, I think, two hours before we actually Yikes. got the autograph. Yeah. And how, how they how they did it was they like you waited in line and they gave like, let's just say a hundred tickets that said you're allowed past the checkpoint to go upstairs. So you weren't guaranteed to get to get an autograph at that time. So you would have to continue to wait until like the next available time. Like they had 930 sessions for autographs, 10 o'clock sessions. So you had to wait till that time. And if you didn't get a ticket to let you go past the checkpoint, you were gonna have to wait a whole nother hour before the next available appointment really how many people were out there was it packed oh yeah sold out i mean it was baseball I mean, town baby yeah i would say, i mean twenty thousand or so i would think i think yeah. it was pretty pretty, pretty packed wow. a lot of kids there they had the bounce houses everything but yeah the lines were super long and i mean me and mckenzie got i think two of the last four tickets before we had we would have had to wait like a whole nother hour to get Thanks. tickets so we got a little lucky there but yeah i got my two autographs i was gonna wait in one more line but it was already like two o'clock at that time. So, what did you have them sign? Did you take your own? I took baseballs. I went to the academy and just grabbed a couple of baseballs and brought a pen. What and kind? Um, uh, Wilson. Oh, Wilson baseballs. Okay, yeah. the A ten elevens or whatever. Yeah, they're called. These, yeah. yeah maybe. Did you get recognized at all? I did. Pretty early on, I was walking through, <laughs> and um, all, all of a sudden, someone said, "Hey, Pepe," and gave me a high five, and I walked out. I walked away. I didn't talk to him. He was on a mission to get some autographs. So, yeah. you know, I understood. But yeah. From the get-go, about 30 minutes inside, got recognized. But that was the only one, you know, so. but Was I'll she bored it. out of her mind, dying to go, get out of there? She said she was doing it all, you know, just, I know you're a big baseball fan, you know, let's, we'll, I'll just, you know. And she was she was a trooper the whole time. She wasn't complaining. She was like, if you want to stay till 4 o'clock, we can do it. She was fine. But I, I knew that, you know, because in line, you know, we were there for over an hour, and she, she sat down, and I was like, okay, I, I know you're getting a little bored. We'll get autographs, and then we'll go on our way. So you know, it was we, basically a blind draw to end up in a superstar's line. Right, Not exactly. Draw. And there yeah. were people around us. Because, like, me, like, again, like I said, I didn't really care, but people around us were like, we're, we're pretty hacked off that they would do this. And I talked to an usher um, upstairs, well, I know, and yeah, I was like, man. is this how they're going to do it? Like, is, I mean, was this the right thing to do? And he was like, I, I disagree with it. I think you should know who you're waiting in line for to get the autograph. But, you know, that, that's how it was. That's how they ran it. I was uh, walking out from Brandon Hurtado's Whoa. event, and uh, one one of the ushers, one of these sweet older women, uh, she's like, "Who are you with?" Um, and I was like, "105 through the fan." She goes, "Oh, I used to listen to you. Oh, used to. <laughs> I, I I used to listen to you, but when you when you when you don't talk about sports, I'm out." She's like. I was like, can I record you? And she's like, no, I'm not trying to get fired. And I'm like, well, I'm trying to get you fired. Uh, <laughs> come do this interview with me, old yeah, woman. Yeah, come on hat. I'm Man. joking. Uh, no, yeah, she said, used to. Used to in there. All right, uh, back to the 80s and back to the broadcast oh. booth for RJ Choppy. Your boy. We'll just call her Vida from now on. Is back in the booth, baby. Wow. You got Sandler back, Revenge? I got Revenge. I will be doing on February 22nd, February or Ruary, February, I have been asked to be the color analyst, Sean. Oh, gosh. For a college basketball game, Tarleton State against Grand Canyon University. Whoa. Will wow. This, will this be the most basketball you've sat and watched consecutively in how long? <laughs> oh, no. I watch <laughs> 20 hours of college basketball a week. I watch more college basketball. I do major league baseball outside of the range. Who asked you to do that? Uh... Our boy Byron, remember Byron? Uh, Byron, uh, he uh, he hit the he hit the home run to win the Rangers season tickets that one year. Yeah, okay. Byron, a great Byron Anderson, good friend, longtime friend. Uh, he does the play by play for them for Tarleton. Oh, and he was like, "Hey, I need a color analyst for this game. Do you want to come do it with me?" And I was like, "Yeah, absolutely." I have no idea. I, I don't color analyze anything. Yeah. I mean, I, the, what am I? What am I? Say? Oh man, what a backdoor cut that is! Holy cow! Where is this going to be broadcast? Uh, I think ESPN. 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 No, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no, it is. All the, like ESPN, all like the, the plus ESPN plus thing. Yeah. Oh, like ESPN. It, plus. Like it's an app only game, probably. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. But you know, Tarleton is is in Stephenville. It's about ninety minutes, hour and forty five from my house. So it's how a Thursday you, game. How are you gonna learn slash study? I'm not. The, <laughs> I'm just gonna analyze the game. How all right. You, I, I, listen. What about I, the name? Oh, you let him say the name. He first. says the name, and I'll just react. This off is that. like a tre- great, tremendous. Well, I don't know if it's great, but it's a tremendous difference between you and I. I'd be pair. I would say no because I don't know any of the players or any of the background. But you feel like you'll be able to 
pull it Listen, off. Listen, I sat next to a guy doing when I did the Legends games, <laughs> a guy named Mike Fisher, <laughs> who not only didn't know the players, <laughs> but didn't even watch the game while he was doing color commentary. <laughs> he was tweeting about the Cowboys, and then he would say, "Oh, see, that's just a great play. That's just a great play." So I, I feel like I have an ability. Same thing you would do at practice. Right. Same thing. <laughs> so uh, I feel like or, I have an ability trivia to Trivia crack? This. Is that what that? You what? Uh, yeah, trivia crack. Trivia yeah. crack. So I feel like I have the, uh, like a built-in working knowledge. Of this. But no, I'll, 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 I'll watch a game of theirs or two okay. beforehand. You're excited. Yeah, I'm pumped. Yeah, I, I, I told Sarah about this, and she wasn't, like, that excited because I don't think she understands, like, as a broadcast, like, this is cool. Like, I want this is something I would love to do. Yeah. Like, it's college basketball, and I've never done men's college basketball before. So then for the build-up and lead-up to this, we can kind of maybe once a week bring back RJ's old resume tape. Buck 25 to go in the half. Yuki, right side. He'll try a three. And meanwhile, jumper by Christian. <laughs> so you're going to have to say no to Spittle this time. If he oh, brings yeah. it up, he brings up a bit. He got you fired from yeah, your, from your D-League job, job. So if he comes up with an idea or a skit, you're gonna have to say no. This is going on ESPN Plus. Yeah, this this is this is a big time game. Now I don't know, like you know, I, I think I am gonna make a little bit of a bit out of it because, you know, we are gonna be in Stephenville and that is that is Cowboy Country, so I think I am gonna go full on a cowboy hat and everything on the broadcast. Oh, oh that's yeah. your new, that's your latest uh, life trend. Anyway, my latest life trend. I bought one over the weekend. Bought a cowboy hat over the weekend. Okay. Uh, the uh, a felt one. I had I already had a like a straw one. This is a felt. One. I got a, I got a good winter hat now. You got one more example, Pepe. Anderson, he'll try a three. All my exes live in Texas. Perfect. So February twenty second, back in the booth. Congratulations. I'm gonna. Are, are you? Do you know where you're sitting yet? For like, are you gonna be? I mean, up hopefully in a, courtside. Are, are you gonna be courtside? Or how's the setup? I don't know. I, have no, I don't know. I don't know yet. Because if you're courtside, I might buy tickets to this just to sit behind you and heckle you during the broadcast. <laughs> it's like two hours away. Like it's gonna be. I will say, Bobby cares. I'll drive two hours for. I, a I bit. won't get home to eleven o'clock and then I'll be up here the next morning. It's gonna be late. I'm excited for this, Roberto. I, I can't wait. You got a. Uh, you got roasted over the I, weekend. Yeah, I got roasted by an entitled little. Oh no 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 no. no, no, no. I said entitled little eight-year-old. Oh. That's what I said. It's I my, I it's my own child. Oh, no, it's not It's not what I actually wrote there. I, I know that. Uh, yeah, Laura is uh, turning eight on Wednesday, but we're not going to be home on Wednesday, and so she's going to be – we're going to be on the road, and so we wanted to do her birthday uh, with her little girlfriends this weekend. So she had a princess tea party. That's what she's been wanting to do the whole time. So I was helping to just kind of take pictures and help out with her little princess tea party at the apartment, and she uh, – because of that, I think she got like a little bit of confidence and a little bit of entitlement. And she just started sassing me on a bunch of different things. I tried to record her at one point. I got to I gotta pull the audio and send it to you. I was trying to record her while she was saying some insane stuff. And she answered me and she goes, yeah, you can stop recording me now. Whoa. I said, I said you, how did you know? She's like, I see your phone. She's like, I see what you're doing. I'm like, geez, wow. you little sass. So at one point, we're watching Hairspray. And she is just thrown off by so many things represented in the 60s she was thrown off by the segregation aspect she was thrown off by like there are pregnant women in the movie who are like smoking and drinking <laughs> and so she's like why are they doing that if they got a baby in there and so there are all these things that are thrown off one of them though she starts asking me just about like did they have cell phones back then did they have internet and i'm having to tell her no 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 and she goes uh she goes how much were uh, houses back then I was like, I they they were a lot cheaper than they are now. She's like, so you could have bought one. Oh no! <laughs> I was like, okay. And she goes, how much is a house? And she says, I have hundred twenty dollars. I can give it to you to buy a house if you're broke. Dang! <laughs> so yes, they, they all know and heard about Peyton's house. I don't know if they. I think she's just like. I think that's just resides in her spirit and her soul. <laughs> and she wanted, yeah. Well, she listens to the payload, right? I, I she's mean, on the intro. well, well, she can uh, listen more than that. She can take your little guest room because I'm about to kick that little entitled uh, <laughs> oh, eight year old out of the house because that. Yeah, she was just roasting and going off, and you know, do you need 120 bucks? I got 120 bucks. You can buy a house if you're broke. Like it was not sitting any sort of like I want to help, like any sort of like yeah. innocent childlike Shaming quality. Like she was throwing just, the money at you. Yeah, she was just like. I, I mean, she. 
she's clearly parroting stuff she's heard from Kristen, I think. And Pepe, you uh, you started new homeowner responsibilities. Yeah, learning, I, uh, learning about that life. Yeah, I guess I have to tell people to turn on the water, electricity, and gas. You do. That's, I, th I, that's I thought generally it was just all, already on, and you paid for it. And then if you you didn't pay for it, then they turned it off. But yeah, I'm gonna go in a house on Friday without any uh, lights and stuff, and so I got to get that turned on quickly here because we're uh, we're four four and a half days before we're moving in. <laughs> See, I, I was I wasn't sure how that was gonna work. Like if the property owner was gonna have all that stuff and they would just bill you for it. That's what I was thinking. But I talked to the guy when I signed the lease last night. I talked to him. He was like, "Oh yeah, no, you you'll have to talk to people about that." I was like, "So did you properly budget for this then? Like like I know you said you thought it was yeah. gonna be rolled in, but have you like?" budgeted out at all like have you started shopping for electricity and other things and like have an idea of what it's going to cost yeah i mean idea really but i mean like i, I knew that you know with me and mckenzie splitting the rent like we're going to have you know extra money to spend on like you know uh utilities and all that so i know i'm still making more than i'm spending per month i have uh, uh, real quick yeah take those extra rooms that you don't use just shut the vents oh just close the vent close the door That'll close save. the vents they'll save you a little bit not much but a little okay. bit. i have uh nothing but new home stuff uh, furniture shopping in Grand Prairie on Friday. Well. Thanks to the Tolas for the lunch suggestions. Uh, Ian and Josh coming up clutch from Nebraska Furniture. And today after the show, nothing but laying on beds. I'm dreading it. I have to pick out what type of mattress we, oh. we, we want and need. And I'm just absolutely dreading it. It's like a sushi menu. It is like it, I can't keep track of the this and then the that and my wife is in this size. I mean, I almost I wanted to kill her multiple times this weekend. I'm so sick <laughs> of picking out house stuff with her. Uh, we're we're just on two different pages. Do you like, like we cannot a, get on the same page? Like, do you want a hard bed? Soft? How do you like the bed? I don't want to. I don't want a hard. We got a suggestion. Don't use these against me either. No. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, there's there's plush. There's plush one. I'm yeah, they've scooter. got, they've got they medium, medium scooter, the water bed. Yeah, yeah, they got medium. Scooters got good beds. I mean, they'll, come, I, I, they'll, they'll mail you in a box. It's a box bed. I know, but I need to, like, know the style. I need to, like, know the type. Then you got the uh, sleep numbers. I don't want that because of Dak. Then you got <laughs> then you got Holland. You got Basic, like, fighting over these expensive beds that work and cool. So that's not good enough. So I have no idea, and I'm just, I'm dreading going and laying, and then I feel like grungy. I, you know, laying and oh, getting yeah. them, and then on this, and then they got to take notes. I'm not looking forward to it after the show today. Uh, not looking forward to and it. And it's at absurdly all. expensive. Like when you yeah. start going mattress shopping, I remember the the first couple times I did that. I was like, how is, does it cost this much, yeah. dude? Yeah. How do you like that? That's that, I always wonder. Like, how does Mattress Mac have all this money to be gambling? Because of the markup on these beds, people have to have them. They have to have them. You and, and they know that you're buying one a decade, right? right? So they've got to. You know, bilk you for all this. Like they buy, they probably buy a five thousand dollar bed oh, for like four hundred bucks from their or five hundred bucks. They probably that's probably what they buy for the manufacturer. Yeah, but thanks to uh, Ian and Josh uh, Nebraska, they advertise on the station. They've been very helpful. But bed tryouts after the show today. Do we feel any better? We felt better about Dak, right? With the Lamar discussion, we feel better about Mike McCarthy and all the decisions he makes after conference championship weekend. Next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.